0: Hello and welcome to the Trinity Fit Over 40 podcast with me Rob Burkhead and me Ben Hughes. We are the co-founders of Trinity Transformation and creators of the Fit Over 40 method and for more information about what we do head over to www.fit40info.com. So in today's episode we're going to be revealing how to
1: stop rewarding yourself with food after a stressful day. So sit back and relax and welcome to today's Trinity podcast. <laughs>
0: So as coaches who work with busy professional women over 40, something we see that time and time again is people rewarding themselves with food after a stressful day of work. And when you're kind of managing a team of people at work, you're in back-to-back meetings all day long and facing the stress of reporting to directors, it can be easy for that stress to become overwhelming. And then that can push people to reward themselves with food, which is usually unhealthy as a pick-me-up after work. And for some people, this tends to happen in the week. So they'll find themselves slumped in front of the TV after work, maybe even still answering emails and filling up on chocolate, crisps, and treats. Maybe they find themselves keep getting like sort of pushed towards the cupboards throughout the day, with their head in the cupboards or in the fridge, just snacking and picking at things to kind of break up the boredom and the stress of the day. And for other people, they can kind of keep themselves under control during the week, but as soon as they hit the weekend, it becomes this big kind of blowout where they overindulge on unhealthy treats. And over time, both of these patterns of rewarding yourself with food will lead to gaining weight. And if you're already kind of facing the physical and hormonal changes, which make it easier for women over 40 to gain weight and more difficult for them to lose it, this can quickly lead to your weight spiraling out of control. And this leaves many women struggling to fit into their clothes, choosing what to wear based on covering up problem areas rather than wearing what they like, Hating shopping for clothes, comparing themselves to others, and just worrying constantly that they'll never be able to get their weight under control and that they'll have to be, st- they kind of stress every time they see the scales move, every time they see a pound creep on, or they just avoid the scales entirely because they just don't want to know how bad things are going. And that's never a nice situation for anyone to be in so in today's podcast we're going to reveal the top strategies which we've used to help thousands of women over 40 to break that pattern of rewarding themselves with food and you can use these to get your eating under control to shrink your waistline and to feel amazing wearing anything you like
1: so let's get straight into it then we're going to get straight into some actionable tips that you can use today to kind of immediately change this sort of pattern i think a lot of people are stuck into this pattern, you know they're stuck in this pattern after christmas now it's as we've spoken to people this morning who are on live it's kind of not such nice weather outside it's dark it's cold and then to top it off there's a lot of stress going on with people working long hours maybe home working which just isn't necessarily natural for a lot of people you're just inside all day and then they might have the family at home as well trying to homeschool that there's a lot of stressful things going on so what you're going to need to do to break that pattern of turning to that food at the end of the day or at the end of a hard week the first thing we'd recommend is actually just to make that food really hard to access. So most people, they sort of just think if they had a bit more willpower, and we hear this a lot from people we speak to who are considering signing up to our Fit Over Forty program, they just think they just need a bit more willpower. And if they had that, then they'd be able to say no to the unhealthy food and drink. But the reality is willpower doesn't work. Willpower only works when someone's life is kind of free of stress, and they've got loads of energy, which let's face it, for most of the people we work with, if you're a woman over 40 with a stressful career, your life is not going to be free from stress. Um, it's going to be the opposite. And you're going to feel a bit run down from time to time. And you can imagine your sort of decision making ability, that, that sort of willpower, I suppose, is kind of like your phone battery. And the more decisions you make throughout the day, so it might be deciding what to eat for breakfast, deciding Um, what your family's going to have for breakfast as well, then getting straight into work and making decision after decision in back-to-back meetings all day, responding to emails and, you know, your email inbox is just filling up and filling up and you're constantly making decisions about that as well. The more you do that, the more you deplete your energy, just like you deplete your phone battery, the more you use your phone and eventually your phone battery will run out. And the same kind of thing happens with your your decision-making ability. It's called decision fatigue. And at that point, when that's completely drained, just like when your phone battery is completely drained, it won't work anymore. Your willpower will be zero and it'll be nearly impossible for you to resist having a treat. So the first thing we're going to recommend that not many people talk about is don't rely on willpower. It does not work. Willpower is not something that's reliable. Like even myself and Ben, we've talked about this many times before. Like we've, we're into fitness, you know, we love it. It's our passion. We coach. Um, we've coached thousands of women through our programs to improve these habits we can't resist chocolate if it's in the cupboard and cake if it's in the cupboard all the time like if it's on this even worse if it's on the side i know i'll just go and sort of cut myself off a slice and eat it or um, if there's a packet of chocolates in the evening i'll go and start grazing on them even with the best intentions so the solution is to stop trying to focus on willpower and instead to focus on something that's 100 reliable which is to control your environment So what we mean by that is to set up your environment, the things and, you know, the environment around you so that it works for you and gets you the result you want. So if you want to have self-control and willpower, get rid of the things that you turn to when those things are low. So we do this for our clients using a process called the cupboard cleanse, where we get rid of all of the tempting foods. And what our clients do is they'll either give them away. So they'll give them away to other family members as gifts or um, as a treat or they'll bin them because it's whether it goes in your body or the bin, it doesn't really matter. The food is disappearing either way and one's going to make you gain weight and one's not. So you say, give them away, give it to a food bank, give it to family, give it to friends or bin them. And if you have to have food, if you're really honest with yourself and you have to have that food still, because a lot of people justify unhealthy food as being for their kids when in fact they secretly want it for themselves. But if you have to have that in the house, put it in a lock box. They're 30 pounds from Amazon. Again, many of our clients have them. The kids or their partner sets the code. They don't know the code. Uh, They can't get in it. And then therefore that's just not, not possible anymore. They're not really going to smash that open when everyone's in the house and and break into it. So get rid of the tempting foods. That's step one. Step two, also get rid of any other temptations like takeaway apps and takeaway menus that lead you to down those unhealthy paths at the end of the week as well. And then just get healthy shopping. So we give all of our clients a, a shopping list, very simple one to follow that they can just just order stuff that's going to be nice and healthy, but also not too boring. And we do this with all of our one-to-one clients. It's called the Cupboard Cleanse and it really does kickstart their progress. It makes it so much easier for them to stick to it, to build up that self-belief and build up that sort of feeling of willpower when it's actually from the environment. And many of them lose three to five pounds in the first week. Um, I've seen people lose even up to eight pounds in that first week alone, just from changing their environment. So that's the first thing I'd recommend is to break that pattern by actually changing the things around you.
0: So the second strategy that we've got is to focus on eating proper meals. So not sugar and snacks. So the least filling types of foods are those that have very little nutritious value. So foods that are made up of simple, refined carbohydrates and very little protein. So things such as biscuits, crisps, cakes, chocolate, cereal, sweets, or pastry. So basically anything that's that kind of beige color. And one thing I find with those types of foods is I think most people are the same that with, you know, if I have a big, big meal on a plate, I will get quite full by the end of that meal. But if you give me a packet of biscuits or a packet of crisps, I could easily go through that whole packet of crisps. These foods, you tend to be able to just eat them and eat them and eat them and eat them. And I don't know, for some reason, it doesn't register in your body that you're full and that you should stop eating. So they're very, very easy to overeat on. And eating those type of foods so if you kind of mainly eat those type of foods especially if you're you know you might use chocolate or sugar or these kind of foods as almost like a pick-me-up to give yourself a little energy boost or a mood boost or something throughout the day but it's like pouring petrol into a fire so if you have a fire a little fire burning and you just pour petrol from a can onto it you'll get this big explosion of flames um a huge burst of energy that just lasts for a very short moment and then the fire will go back to exactly where it was before um where, where it's, it kind of still needs more food to keep it going. So in terms of your body, this leads to huge energy kind of boosts and huge energy crashes and it can make it very, very hard to resist treats in the evening after a stressful day at work. So you know if, if you're constantly riding this sugar high, you get to the end of the day and you you, know, you then stop eating the sugar, your energy is gonna crash and your, your, your instant kind of response is just going to be to go back to the sugar and go back to the treats to pick that energy back up. So rather than doing this, rather than going to kind of the sugary, fast digesting carb sources, the most filling combination of food is when you can buy fiber and protein. And this is because both fiber and protein, they take a long time to digest in our gut. They digest slowly and steadily, releasing energy and keeping you full for hours and hours afterwards. So what this actually looks like in terms of your eating would be eating lots of vegetables along with meat fish or kind of a veggie protein source like corn or tofu or um with loads of vegetables as well and pairing that with complex carbohydrates so rather than you know bread sugar biscuits cakes etc pairing it with complex carbohydrates so we're talking about things like potatoes or rice or oats or sweet potatoes so these are kind of more uh, like slower digested carbs and the easy way to identify these is if you're eating something that's almost close to what it was in nature, so for example, you know rice, it's like it's still the grain that was that was grown, or a potato is it? it's literally a thing that you can grow and you can find in the ground. If it's something that feels you know it's natural and you can see how it was grown, then it's going to be a good complex carbohydrate source. If it's something on the other hand like a piece of bread, you don't find pieces of bread hanging on the edge of a tree, you don't find biscuits that grow in the ground or anything like that. They're just very very processed, highly processed food. So these complex kind of unprocessed carbohydrate sources they're also very filling as they will digest more slowly as well so eating foods like this so those complex carbs vegetables um meats as well or meats fish or other veggie protein sources high protein foods having those and having them at like three good meals for day per day is like each meal you're putting like a big large log onto your fire so that large log it burns very slowly it releases a constant stream of energy and heat it keeps you full for hours it keeps you feeling energetic for hours and it means that throughout the day your blood sugar levels and your hunger will be be at a very sort of constant level so you're not having these big big spikes and big dips in your energy which then tend to push you towards eating all the wrong things so basically you want to be eating proper meals not sugar and snacks if you get those big proper meals in you'll find it so much easier to to resist going to all the wrong types of foods and this is kind of linked so our next sort of
1: tip is kind of linked to that actually which is not only obviously that sounds great but a lot of the people we coach don't have that much time available there they do work really long hours they may also be homeschooling at the moment or maybe you know i found a lot of my clients i'm sure it's the same for you benno in more meetings than ever on Zoom or Teams at the moment, just with the current situation. So what they tend to find is work is pretty unpredictable and very draining. And something could easily come up that kind of throws out their plan. So they may have even had some time, so it sort of looked like in their schedule that, or their diary that they had a bit of time to cook in the evening, but something came along and threw it off. Something went wrong at work or something with a family member. And this is happening all the time with, with the type of people we work with. And in this scenario, if you have nothing healthy available that's easy, then it's very, very easy to turn to a takeaway or to comfort food, especially as a reward. So you go, oh, you know, I deserve this, it's been a hard day. So I'll, do, I'll order a Chinese or an Indian or a pizza. And obviously the problem with this, most of us know is this food is not very healthy. It's very high in calories. One meal could easily be the entire amount of food you should be eating for the whole day, just in that one meal. So what we find works much, much better than just defaulting to those things is to either batch cook a load of food. So meal prep a load of food one or two nights a week. So it could be Sunday night when you cook a meal on Sunday, you cook loads more of it or you cook an extra meal and you put that away in a load of Tupperwares. And you always then have some healthy meals to hand in the freezer or in the fridge for that week if if things do go wrong. So that when you're starting to get tired, when you're starting to get hungry in the evenings, you immediately have that thing and hopefully you've cooked something nice. So you go, oh, that's pretty easy. And like we have a cookbook we give to our clients, which has got tons of quick and easy, really delicious, family friendly meals in it, not using weird diet ingredients or anything. And what that means is they can prepare this stuff um, nice and quickly. They have loads of ideas for it and then they can just store them in the fridge or freezer now if you're not really into cooking though and that just doesn't appeal or you just know you're not going to do that and it is important to be honest with that then there is another option as well that a lot of people sort of don't realize is a, is a much better option than than what they are currently doing which is to get a few low calorie ready meals it doesn't sound that healthy but actually M&S Waitrose and Sainsbury's do some fairly tasty low calorie ready meals they don't really taste like some of the horrible ones and um they're like 400 calories maybe even less, but 400 is absolutely fine for most of our clients in each of these meals. It takes two or three minutes to heat up in the in the microwave and it's going to be half or a third of the calories of the takeaway that you might have ordered or something else that you, you could have gone for instead. So it's still a way better option if you want to lose weight and and if you want to be healthier, because if you're leaner, you're always going to be healthier. Um, it's still a way better option to have those as well. So I, a lot of my clients will have like a couple of emergency ready meals in the freezer for those days where it just sort of all goes to pot it's really stressful um and they they want to avoid turning to those treats and snacks or junk food in the evenings now the only sort of caveat on this is to check the label on 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 these so make sure they are actually not ridiculously high in calories because some of the sort of home-cooked fancy foods like um we have a a store near us called cook which does delicious home-cooked sort of ready meals but they're actually extremely high in calories and um, another client I spoke speaking to recently was getting the Charlie Biggum's ready meals before working with us, which are again, really tasty, but a lot of this home cooked stuff is made with a lot of calorific stuff. It's like got half a block of butter in it. It's got loads of stuff that makes it taste good. Cause that's their priority. Their priority isn't really to get you to lose weight. They want you to come and buy their thing again, cause it tastes amazing. So these ones can be up to a thousand calories, which is a lot, usually about double the size of the meals our clients will eat. Um, And that's not going to help you to lose weight. So you do need to be careful if you are picking healthy ready meals that you do actually get, you know, read the label. Usually they have it in pretty big writing, so it's not too difficult. Um, But don't get caught out just because it sort of looks healthy because it's put in like a nice wooden box or something like that and got nice font on it and nice pictures on it. That doesn't necessarily mean that's actually a healthy choice. It's just going to be well-branded to to kind of lure you in.
0: So the next thing to focus on then is to challenge your thought process so after a stressful week of work it's very very common for people to think things like i deserve a treat or i'll just have one one more won't hurt sod it i'll start again tomorrow all of these negative thoughts can start to creep in and as we talked about before um you know unless you've got the willpower to be able to ignore all of those negative thoughts then they're probably going to win um and you know the more tired and the more exhausted you are the more decisions you have had to be had to make the more meetings you've been on Usually, the more of this negative thinking starts to creep into your head, and for most people that we work with, you know, they've had these thoughts so many times it becomes almost an automatic process. So as soon as they start thinking these ne- these negative thoughts, before as soon as they start thinking that they deserve a treat, they're already kind of opening a bag of crisps, they're reaching for a bottle of wine, they're grabbing that chocolate, or they're you know they're on the phone dialing up the local takeaway. However, it is possible to rewire the way that you think to break these destructive thought patterns and we do this inside our programs using a tool that we call the thought transformer and it basically enables our clients to see the effects of that those thought patterns are having and allow them to then change that thought process in their head so they can make a better decision or a decision that gets them what they want even when they're stressed which therefore means that they they lose more weight and they avoid kind of overindulging on the wrong foods and, and undoing all of their hard work and an example of this would be instead of thinking I deserve a treat one of our clients might transform that thought into I deserve a treat but it doesn't have to be with food and then instead they'll do something else nice so they'll you know they'll run themselves a nice bubble bath they'll go and get into bed and read a book with a nice cup of tea they'll do something else to kind of treat and treat themselves and relax and de-stress rather than just thinking you know grab the food which obviously over time can have a uh, unfavorable result. So
1: the last thing we then recommend again, kind of builds on the point Ben just made is to also get some sort of accountability. If you want to stick to something like it's so, so easy to fail on your own. I don't know if you've experienced this. I'm sure you have. I've certainly experienced this when no one's there, when you're in the house on your own or, you know, everyone's gone to bed and there's that chocolate bar in the, in the you know, or pack of crisps or a bottle of wine and it's just there it's calling your name it's so difficult to say no especially if there's no real consequences and we hear this all the time from clients that who have got accountability that this nearly happened for them they, they'll tell us on, on our on our catch-up phone calls they'll say you know last week i was really stressed i had this really long day um at work i worked late into the evening my husband was in bed and i just really wanted that bottle of wine or i really wanted that pack of crisps but because i knew i was speaking to you i didn't have it or because i knew i was speaking to you i said no to ordering the takeaway we didn't get the takeaway and um we cooked something from what we had in the cupboards instead and that's really the power of accountability like when you've had a tough week at work it's cold and dark and you just want to comfort eat or drink a bottle of wine unless you have someone to answer to then what's going to happen like most likely you'll turn straight back to that old habit again you undo that hard work from the week and then you're back at square one every single week undoing your hard work and the solution to this is basically to have some sort of accountability and what we find works much much better is from someone um external from your sort of usual group it does not work with friends it does not work with family I, I literally had a conversation with a client yesterday about how her husband tries to get her to exercise he's really fit and tries to get her into it he has all the equipment and every time he says it it just puts her off more and she just wants to resist and I hear that all the time same thing with with um, clients of ours they'll say their partner says oh should you be eating that and immediately they go solid, I'm eating that because I can do what I want it doesn't work for someone you know. Also, doesn't really work from a friend because they're going to be too nice to you. So it needs to be someone external. And it's kind of like your boss at work. So your boss at work generally isn't, they might be friendly, but you probably isn't going to be your best friend. And knowing that you've got to report to them and tell them what work you've done means that you actually show up despite even those days where you don't feel like it, just like with food, you might not always feel like making the best decision. But because you know you've got that person there, your boss keeping you accountable, you show up anyway. you drag yourself along, you get the work done. Um, And therefore, you know, you're able to actually do well in your career and progress in your career and you need the same kind of accountability in anything you want to succeed with that you don't find really, really easy. So even myself and Ben have accountability, like Ben has climbing partners, he goes and climbs with now I have training partners and um, a coach at CrossFit, my gym, again, who will also make sure I, I do what I said I would do. So it's not just for anyone who struggles, it's almost everyone. If you wanna be fit and healthy, you need to have some sort of accountability. Someone saying, did you do what you said you'd do and checking in with you regularly so that you actually see it through. And this is something we do with, with all of our clients as well. And I know Ben has a, an example here of one of our clients who was able to manage to kind of turn all this around um, to stop turning to you know, treating herself after a, a stressful week. Um, so Ben why don't you share share with everyone um, this this testimonial
0: this is from our our client Alexis and she has said to us she said I'm a mum of two I work as a nurse and studying part-time for my MSc I've been on a diet all of my adult life and I'd never been happy with how I looked I wanted to finally change my mindset and gain control of my diet and look in the mirror and not feel disgusted with what I saw so far I've lost 7.8 pounds over the past 12 weeks and got down to a size 10. It's such a supportive community. And with Rob and Ben's guidance, I'm finally feeling in control. I no longer crave sugary foods or reward myself with a ton of biscuits or cake or sweets. I can now say no rather than telling myself I need to have something. If you're thinking of joining Trinity, what's stopping you? Rob Rob and Ben care about each individual inside Trinity and want to see you succeed. The support you receive is great with twice weekly support calls and they make fat loss easy with step-by-step videos, exercise routines, and individual nutritional targets.
1: So that's an amazing testimonial um, from Alexis, who not only in 12 weeks got down a dress size, lost a load of weight as well, um, but was able to get back in control with food, which is a much more sort of long-term thing as it's gonna help her keep the weight off as well. So Ben, if people are interested in finding out more about where they can get this kind of result as well, or see if it's for, for them, where can people go?
0: So if you want to find out more about Fit Over 40 or about the plan that Alexis followed, just head over to www.fit40info.com and you can grab all the details on that page.
1: Brilliant. So thank you so much. That wraps up for today's episode of the podcast. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you next week again. So I hope to see you next thursday or next friday when it comes out um on all the podcast platforms and um, i hope you have a great week and we'll see you then so thank you for listening to today's episode of the trinity podcast if you've enjoyed today's episode don't forget to hit that subscribe button inside your podcast app so you don't miss future shows and also please leave us a quick review it only takes two minutes we do all of these shows completely for free to help you so we'd really appreciate a quick review if it's helped you at all. So thank you again so much for listening and we'll catch you next week for the next episode of the Trinity Podcast.